Welcome to Mamas with Lori and Leanne on the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Lori Wildenberg is a national speaker, a licensed parent family educator of over 25 years, an award-winning author of six Christian parenting books. And once a month, Lori will be joining me to discuss complex topics such as parenting, discipline, and family relationships to hopefully help families build connections that will last a lifetime. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hey everyone, welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I'm so happy you're here. Again, we're having moments with Lori and Leanne, which again, we like to say moments, but dads, I hope you're getting some great information also. Welcome back, Lori. Hey, Leanne, it's great to be with you again. Thank you. Well, you know, we're on our third session and I'm just so happy and I'm encouraging these, uh, our listeners to please write questions, send questions in for us that Lori and I can discuss anything that you want to talk about. There's nothing, you know, there's no limit to whatever it has to be regarding parenting. We're happy to be here to help. So Lori, what are the symptoms of a child that may have a low self-esteem problem? That's a serious one. Yeah, boy, that breaks our heart to hear our kids talk negatively about themselves. And that is one of the biggest red flags to hear a lot and consistent negative self-talk. That's one thing to really be paying attention to so that that, that's a red flag. There are a few others that are also red flags that we can talk about too. Just being afraid to try something because of the fear of failure and feeling like they are not competent. Our kids need to know that they are capable. And that's that's an important thing for them to know. They're capable and they were born on purpose for a purpose. Something else that can get in their way that might not initially seem like it's a a low self-esteem or low self-worth sort of an issue, but perfectionism is something that can be born out of that. Like nothing is ever going to be right like the kid that's taking his schoolwork and erasing and erasing and erasing and then erases so much that the paper tears, you know, that that could be an indication. People pleasing, that's that's another indication of low self-esteem and low self-worth, kind of doing things or manipulating things so that people like us. That can be born out of a low self-worth. Continual self-comparison where you're always coming up on the short end. Comparison is always a tough thing because there's always somebody better and there's always somebody worse. And I think we should compare ourselves to ourselves. Like I was, I'm better today than I was yesterday, you know, something like that. And just maybe even the inability to receive a compliment. And I think a lot of us women struggle with that one. When you get a compliment I'm trying to learn to say, I received that. Thank you. But that's hard. I almost want to argue with somebody, right? Yeah. And go, oh, well, no, no. no. Yeah. yeah. No, so, not me. No, no. Yeah. And, and here's another thing that I think as Christians, this can get in our way a little bit because we want to attribute things to the Lord, right? And I, I think that that's exactly all the glory goes to God. Yet when you're talking with another Christian and they get that, 
perhaps the Lord is using you to encourage somebody else and you want them to receive that gift, right? So, you know, thank you. I received that. That that gift could be just exactly from the Lord to encourage you in the gifts and the talents that he's given you. So those are some things that I think are red flags and that negative self-talk is a big one. When my son was five, he started saying, oh, I can't do that. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. We could see that low self-esteem starting already. So Mm -hmm. we enrolled him in Taekwondo. And I have to say it was phenomenal. They really taught a lot of good moral lessons also. And it built up his self-esteem to know that learn that he can achieve, he can do. He can believe in himself. Of course, seasoned with us at home telling him that he was created in the image of God. And with God, you can do all things. I think we need to start young with our children, very young. As soon as you, even, even before they have a low self-esteem problem, help them to learn how to value who they are as God created them and point out their good points and the things they do well. So you can stop them ahead of time becoming negative about themselves or the way they behave or talk. What do you think, Lori? Oh, I think that's great. And I I love really infusing God's word into them so that they know that they were created on purpose for a purpose. They need to know that. And they're created in the image of God, right? Those are things that are God's workmanship, you know, created to do God's work and God's masterpiece. I mean, precious. I mean, think of all the things that scripture says about people, you know, and kids need to know that they are loved and lovable. They need to know that. They need to know that no matter what, that they are loved and lovable. They need to know that they are capable. They're, you know, they're going to have things that they struggle with, but they're going to have things where they strive as well. And they are capable and their lives are purposeful. These are three messages that are really critical for our kids to hear so that we can encourage them in their self-worth, encourage them in the fact that they're created in the image of God. Even children who have disabilities, I think it's important for us to tell them that, hey, God makes no mistakes. Mm -hmm. You were purposely, lovingly made, and you have value, who you are, what you can do, and what you can't do. You know, sometimes when someone's disabled, that allows another person to become the better person by helping them and taking care of them. There's a reason why God did what he did. And it was, and it's an honor that God chose you. I know it sounds kind of crazy, but you know, in God's economy, things that seem right? You know, sometime it's not. The first shall be last, the last shall be first. Maybe a child who is born with a disability help them understand that it might be a gift that God gave them. I've read children feel that that's a gift for many reasons, because it's allowed them to achieve great things that they wouldn't have been able to achieve compared to another child, don't you think? Yeah, you know, I think that's a that can be a tough one. But I also, I think that message over time is one that can kind of seep in. But also for them to recognize that maybe their body isn't able, but they've got a pretty sharp mind. You know, there's going to be something else. They're not just, they're not their their disability. That is not what defines them. And to figure out where their abilities lie, I think is, is a good adventure 
to go on to find out what their passions are and where they can feel some success because it's important that they actually do feel some success with some things. Yes. You know, I think about Nick and I can never say his last name. It begins with a V. Yeah. And he tells you he is so thankful that he has no arms and no legs because what he's accomplished is, is amazing. And like you said, his mind. He's come through a process, right? Oh, yes. Because I would imagine in the beginning, he wasn't all that thankful about all that. Right. You know, and so he has had to, he's looking back now and he had that message, but he had to actually go through a process and the Lord had to show him where he could use the gifts that God has given him in spite of the fact that he doesn't have wins. Yeah, he's a great Um, role model. Yes, it's true. Well, how about teenagers? You know, teenagers can become self-destructive by cutting, overeating, due to a low self-esteem. What can a parent do to help them? I know, I know we need to sit down and talk with them and try to connect with them. That's first and foremost. But what else can a parent do? First, figure out what's going on. I mean, is it a a low self-esteem issue, or is it a result of some sort of trauma or abuse? Cutting can be the result of a couple different things. And so to figure that out first, but to continue to affirm them, but what we want is for them to be able to take that in. And so low self-esteem can come in the form of cutting. It can come in the form of an eating disorder, It can come in the form of anxiety or depression. So we want to be aware of, and and they can all intersect too. All those things can intersect. Watch for that. And then start start the training of some more positive self-talk. Maybe even putting scripture on on the mirror. And as you're looking into the mirror to read, read that scripture. Because the more we speak it, the more we hear it, and the more it gets into our heart. But to do that on a regular basis, some of these behaviors, they are, they're so self-destructive that doing that, you know, reading the scripture, that's a good start. Or journaling is another good thing, being able to write down their frustrations and, and what might be a better way to handle the frustration but we might still want to add on to that. And it could be that they really need to have some sort of intervention, some sort of deeper therapy to work out and work through those wounds that are there. But I do think that some of the things that can be done at home would be those conversations about how they're created, speaking scripture, reading scripture regarding that, doing a little journaling, And really, you know, having some better self-talk so that when they get into I'm so stupid or nobody loves me to respond with that isn't what God says I am, you know, and maybe I'm not good at this, but I am good at that. So to have a little different self-talk as well. I love how you brought up the power of words because they are so powerful. It it can become a self-fulfilled prophecy. The way we speak to our children, if we're constantly telling them negative things about themselves, they start to believe that. So I think at a very early age, use those positive words. In fact, make that one of your 
rules in your family rule book or your mission statement that people will talk respectfully and kindly and we will edify each other. Yeah, we are called to build each other up and to encourage each other. Yes. The criticism, you know, we we can speak words where of training, right? But to watch the tone and watch how it's coming out, if we connect first, then we can correct. But we don't want to correct with criticism. Well, Lori, this has been wonderful again. I thank you for your wise words and all your wisdom. And if anybody wants to contact Lori, it's lauriwildenberg.com. And we'll have a link where you can reach out to her if you'd like to get her coaching services. She works with families all the time. She's been doing it for 25 years. Thank you, Lori. Thanks, Leanne. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.